when it comes down to it, we own our own career. Um, yeah. Companies don't own our career. We have to take the initiative. Whether we used to call them management training programs, career ladders, or job tracks, companies don't always have the clear-cut promotional opportunities that they used to. So now what? Hi, I'm Diana Burnell O'Leary, and welcome to Job Talk Weekly, where we answer your questions to give you the information, tips, and motivation you need to help you find not just any job, but the right job for you. Today, we'll talk about how to move up when the career path isn't entirely clear. Let's jump in. Hey, it's Diana O'Leary. Welcome to another episode of Job Talk Weekly, where we answer your career questions. We take calls from people on how to fast track their job search. And from time to time, we bring in experts to talk about helpful strategies to get your career on the right track. So today, we're going to talk to Leslie Sparnick. She's originally from Salt Lake City. She has more than 25 years of experience in organizational development, human resource management, and talent development. She has worked in a wide range of industries, from healthcare to education to the private sector. So, Leslie, welcome. Thank you, Diana. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So let's jump right in, because so often I hear from people who aren't satisfied at work, and their first instinct is to leave, to find a new job. And sometimes that is the best solution. But what I'd love to talk to you about today is how we can get people to take a look inside their company. Maybe the career ladder isn't abundantly clear. What can people do first before they start looking outside their company to look inside to make sure they've made the most of the opportunity? that they have. Okay. Well, Diana, the good news is, is that we've all been there. Yeah. I don't think there's a person who's had a career um, and who's worked in the, in the workplace who hasn't had a time or two or more where they've really wondered what their next step within an organization is. And I've been there and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll always have these kinds of experiences. And one of the things that I think we have to both acknowledge and acknowledge with people who are listening is that career ladders as they once were many years ago, don't exist in most organizations anymore. Oh, for there sure. may be a few traditional organizations where that happens, maybe in law firms, things like that. But in most organizations now, it's not a career track trajectory. Yeah. And so I have found that when that is the case, people do need to do some exploring within their own organization. And some of that comes from networking. You hear that a lot yeah. with people, network, 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 but you can do that within your own organization. That's a really good point because we do talk a lot about networking, but talk about it internally with your manager or other peers because I think sometimes people are afraid to have that conversation because they don't want to be perceived as leaving the job or they're afraid of what their manager might think that they want to get out of a position. I, I concur with you. There are times when you've got an organization where a manager you have may feel like, why is she or he asking that? Um, mm -hmm. Don't they like me? Don't they like what I'm doing? <laughs> don't they like what we're doing? Those kinds of things definitely come up. I hope that most managers in this day and age understand that 
the best thing we can do is to look at people when they're coming to us and talking about wanting to grow and develop. Um, the best thing we can do is champion them and find ways yeah. to help them. So is that person coming to a manager? Some of the things that I have found helpful are to show your interest in the organization. Realize that when you come to a manager and you do want to grow and you do want to develop, you still have to couch it in a manner that makes sense for the organization's needs. Ah, yeah, that you're not leaving them. So I think that's one of the really smart things to do, right? Yeah, you want to contribute. Yeah, you want to continue to grow, yes, as an individual and in your professional career, but you also have done some surveying of what's out there within the company and where you could add value so that you're poised to show them how you'll still be bringing value to the company. Yeah, that's really terrific. So what happens then, let's say you have a really great manager and that person wants to support you and wants, you know, they like the idea of you staying with the company for the long term, even if it's not in his department, but then Mm -hmm. you've got to start looking at other departments or how do you get out of that immediate zone of just between you and your immediate manager? Right. Well, I think you ask your manager for some recommendations. I think you can ask your manager for some connecting moments, maybe a lunch, maybe, you know, they do some introductions for you or um, find some people that are of interest. I think you yourself can do that. I mean, when it comes down to it, we own our own career. Um, Companies don't own our career. We have to take the initiative. And so I think it's just as much researching what people within the company are doing and learning about what they're doing as it would be if you were to go outside of your organization and begin that process outside. It's the same set of tools and getting to know people, recognizing their time is valuable, but showing sincere interest in what they're doing and asking for a bit of time from them and, you know, going prepared to have a conversation with them. I think those are the, those same kinds of behaviors are the things that you can employ within your company to look for opportunities. Yeah, I think you're right. Insider out networking or just building relationships too, yep. because you never know when an opening is going to become available in a different division. So right. then you already know who the hiring manager is. And that makes that position or that makes that hiring process a little bit easier if you already have a relationship. Yes. And people don't know if you don't say something. And right, Diana, right. I they're going to assume they, they're just going to they, they don't know they can't they can't read your mind. But I'm going to say yeah. one other thing that I think is really interesting and important, and that is the people I've seen, and myself included, when I'm most successful and when people who are looking to grow within an organization are most successful are when they're firing on all cylinders in their current job, oh, when they're yeah. really hitting the mark and so that when they approach a manager or other people, they've got a good relationship with their current boss and they've got a good relationship within the organization and they're known to be executing on what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, their reputation, right? They've built a strong reputation. Their brand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
That goes a long way. That goes a long way. Well, let's talk a little bit about then some of the stretch opportunities. You know, maybe they need to acquire different skills. How do people go about figuring that out, whether it's inside training or, you know, do they have to pay for some development on their own? I think it's yes and yes. I think there are, (laughs) (laughs) I think there are opportunities within organizations to take on tasks or projects um, yeah. If there's a crisis that occurs and you can demonstrate your problem-solving skills by helping to jump in and manage those situations, yeah. I think that's great. If someone goes out on a leave and the manager mm-hmm. needs someone to come in and take over some of those additional responsibilities for a period of time, I think those are excellent opportunities for someone who wants to continue to grow and develop and show that they're ready for the next step. I think too, Diana, that sometimes I'm a big believer in the fact that you don't always go up, you can go sideways. You know, it, it's yeah. not a ladder, it's a lattice almost. And you can, mm-hmm. you can really take yeah. on a number of different roles and opportunities. And sometimes maybe others won't think that makes much sense. But by doing that, you do develop and add skills that you can transport with you wherever you may go. And I think it's great when the employee is confident enough in herself to do that, to do a zigzag, to make a lateral move into another area of the company or just even within that department to take something else on and be confident about it. Because I think what you said earlier, Leslie, about the days of those corporate management training programs where Mm -hmm. you jump from a level one to a level two to a manager, it's not always that clear cut. So if you're comfortable making these lateral moves, don't worry about what other people say. You know, if you're thinking about calling your friends and calling your parents and saying, hey, I just got a new job or I just got transferred to another department, you're yeah. still moving maybe from an analyst in this department to an analyst in another department. Right. But if you're confident and you know what that does, then that's all that matters. I, I completely agree with you, Diana. I truly believe that people need to listen to themselves, listen to whatever they want to call it, their internal compass, and have that confidence to try some things and learn from them. And whether it makes sense to everybody else doesn't really matter as long as the individual has a game plan and and some reason for why they want to try something else. And who knows, maybe they go there and they do that for a few years and they find out, I actually don't love this. No harm, no foul. Yeah they've still gained more experience, they've gained more knowledge, and they can, you know, turn that into another move down the road. I think there's always something to be learned from these steps we take. Yeah, and they've met new people. I think that's a big part of it. Absolutely. You have broadened your network. So let's say you've talked to your manager, you've looked around, and maybe you have made a lateral move, but at some point, then you're still stuck. How do you know, okay, this, this is it. I think I've explored every option. How do, mm-hmm. how do we know that we're at that point? That's a great question. I will tell you that my feeling is there's, I referred to it just a minute ago, there's something called the internal compass that individuals yeah. have. I think that when you have this level of impression that you've taken the steps and you've explored the options and you've grown to the best of your ability in the current organization you're in 
and then you weigh your options outside and you've, you know, figured out a way to be marketable and, and you've, you've got a foundation so that you can make a change and you feel comfortable doing that, then I think you're probably poised for the next opportunity. This is probably a, a funny thing to say, but one thing I've believed over the course of careers is that it's easier to find a job when you have one. Now, that's oh, yeah. not always possible, but it is easier yeah. to find one when you have one because you've still got the energy um, and you're you're still creating, you know, that that energy of, of work that you've, that you've got going, but that's not always possible. And we know now with our current circumstances in this country that not everyone will have a job as they go out and look for the next thing. Then Diana, I think it's one other piece and that is really getting to know your strengths, really being able to speak to your strengths and reviewing your resume, reviewing the accomplishments you've had, and finding people who believe in you and can encourage you as you go forward and start looking for the next opportunity. Yeah, I think that's so spot on to hold on to your strengths. Sometimes people ask about the skills they need. And I ask them, well, what are the things that you enjoy doing? You know, Mm -hmm. just keep building on that and take it to the next level. And I think for leaving, sometimes I've had people say, well, how long should it take? And I don't know that you can put a time frame on it. I don't know that you can say it's three months or a year before you know it's time to leave your current employer. Right. I think that's true. And I've been in situations and I've seen situations with, with people I've worked with where there is actually, unfortunately, kind of a toxic relationship between them and their Mm -hmm. manager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's definitely something where after trying a number of different avenues to improve the relationship, to feel that you're being more sponsored by that individual, those kinds of things, if you truly do not believe that that will will happen and you feel like you've turned over every stone, that's yet another time when I do feel like to be happier and to be more productive, you may have to look outside your organization. Yeah, yeah. And that goes to, sorry, life just isn't fair. Because I had a friend in that situation. She was a great employee. I think it was her first job, maybe her second job right out of college. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it was a toxic manager. And no one felt respected by this person. And she tried everything. And the only thing she could do was to leave. And it's really Mm -hmm. unfortunate, because Mm -hmm. she was a great employee. And she really liked the company. She liked what she was doing. But it was just time to move on. And, you know, sometimes those things are just unfortunate, but they happen. And if you know you're in that situation, then once you do realize this is it, then you just should move on. Your your new job should be starting to look for a new job. You just need to motivate because you don't want to be there. If you're unhappy, if the relationship with you and the manager is so bad, then it's, it's time to move on. And you can work parallel processes. You can still Ah. go to your job, and fulfill your work and do a good job for them while looking for another opportunity. It's, it's tiring. Let's be real. It's (laughs) it's going to be at night. It's going to be on weekends. It's going to be a second job to find the job, but you can do it. And the more you get into it, I have found, and as I've watched people, the more enthusiasm and energy they get because Uh, they start to work towards, the next thing and they're 
they get energy back from that. So I'm not going to claim yeah. that while keeping a job and finding the next is easy. It isn't. It's hard. It's a lot of work. But I do see outcomes that, that bring people a lot of enjoyment and, and more joy as they move forward. And that energy is a clue then to you if you are starting to look for a job and you start to get really energized by the conversations you're having, then you know you're onto something and then you know you're making the right decision. Then you know, okay, I've tried everything. I've looked at other divisions. I've talked Mm -hmm. to other people and it's just not happening here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I cannot underscore the need enough for people to have support systems. Ah, say more about that. Whether it comes from a spouse, whether it comes from a community of friends or former business team members, educators, people you've interacted with over time, I truly do think that when you're going through either an internal review and looking for opportunities inside your current organization or outside, having people that you trust that you can speak to about your interests, your dreams, your hopes, your doubts, and all of those things is a really important thing. And I don't think I would have done the things I've done in my life without those support systems. So it's not just networking because it's a a fun word to say, it's because those people can become very important to your confidence level and your ability to keep going during hard times. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. That's really key. That's, I I think that's really important. And it also goes back to you never know who's going to introduce you to that next job. So true. So true. And, and it, it becomes a, a kind of a magical thing as you're stepping through some of these times and the connections start being made. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay, Leslie, any other parting thoughts? Any other uh, good ideas for our folks who are thinking about leaving but aren't quite sure? The only thing, probably one other thing that I might add would be that I think it's important to set aside time each month to really Mm -hmm. look at Mm -hmm. what you've accomplished in the last month at work. I think that that's a really useful tool, whether you're happy in your current role or and 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 firing on all cylinders and loving what you're doing or whether you are looking for the next opportunity. I think recording some of your accomplishments just so that you are aware of them and you don't forget key things you did, almost narrating your work a little to yourself and so that you can then convey it to others is a really important practice. I think that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I keep a brag folder in my inbox, quite frankly, when someone sends me an email that says, congratulations, that was so well done, or, you know, somehow affirms the action that I've been taking, I I hold on to that. And usually I use it as a way when either performance review comes around or, you know, planning for the next year. But it is a nice boost to remember that you have done a lot. It is. It is. And a lot of the time when you are crafting a message to go to people, Uh, to look for a new opportunity or even sit on a board or whatever the case may be, if you can show and demonstrate again um, where you've had impact and numerically show it and or hours spent on projects or the outcomes of those things, we often don't 
take time in the midst of those kinds of things to celebrate what's happened. And we just go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, taking a little bit of time to reflect and record. It's not about ego. It's about reminding yourself of your strengths, what you bring to the table and how you've helped accomplish something. I think that's, that's a really important thing to continue to do. Well, that's excellent. That's excellent advice for me. That's excellent advice for everyone. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us. This is my pleasure. You've, I appreciate you letting me have time with you today. Thank you. Oh, great. And we will invite you back. Will you come back? Uh, absolutely. I would love that. Okay, Leslie. Thanks a lot. Take care. You too. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Job Talk Weekly. Get your questions answered by visiting our website. That's jobtalkweekly.com. And we'd love it if you would please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can find Job Talk Weekly on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diana Brunello-Leary. See you next time.